Hey, this is Eileen Seafluth with Women Empowerment Solutions, empowering women against domestic violence through biblical principles. And we're recording live today from my walk-in closet. How about that? And we are, well, what I'll do is give you an introduction about my background. I've done writing and not just writing, but advocacy, and I am a survivor against domestic violence. I have worked with the Family Safety Center in Tulsa. I have worked with DVIS. I've worked in the administration office and caseworking with women and just kind of like praying with them, ministering to them, listening to their stories. And each one is so unique and each story is so valuable. And what we're here to do is to talk about different ways to empower women. And there's a variety of ways. I mean, we can't even count how many ways because there's the justice system with custody deal. There's breaking off patterns. There's confidence and safety. But I think today it's most, for the first session here, we're going to talk about breaking off those nasty patterns of getting back with the same guy. And so we're going to talk about getting with a different type of guy than, and breaking off patterns. And today we have a guest. His name is Josh, and he can give you a little bit more information. He is a fellow writer, and he's a teacher as well. And please help me welcome Josh. Hello. As she said, my name is Josh Jones. Um, And a little bit about myself, if you want. Um, I've been doing media for a long time did film, live production, and as she said, I'm a writer. And so that's how we met, was in the Writers of Victory group. Um, I've written multiple books um, about your foundations, your destiny, um, thoughts, words, actions, how you can uh, help change your life, and written about the the country that I was born in, that I love, America, and uh, even a book about... Jesus, which hopefully will be out in the next year or two in case you want to know more about Jesus or who he is or understand your neighbor who believes in Jesus and a little more. But so, yeah, um, I'm and to let you know, I will do my best today. I'm more of a planner writing things out, not off the cuff. So today will be interesting. So. <laughs> The type of women that I work with, I shouldn't say type, but I mean, it kind of is if you want to talk about women who have come from and been empowered from domestic violence, they've made that final decision. It's a choice. It's all about choice. What am I going to do next? And the kind of men that these ladies look for what kind of men should they be looking for? They want to cut off the patterns of the old, the old man, right? We want the new wineskins, the new way of thinking, the new shoes on. So we need to get an epiphany, give the audience an epiphany of what kind of men to look for. And Josh, so what does a godly man look like? You're a Christian, Josh, and I think the audience would really appreciate what you have to say and take it to heart of what a godly man looks like. What are the, the patterns to look for? What, what does a woman look for in the next new man? Well, um, I can tell you 
Well, the easiest way to answer that is we'll just go ahead and put a picture up of myself. On, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but uh, no, I think the first thing you should look for in a godly man is service. That That's what I would say be the first thing. Are they serving serving others um, or are they just serving themselves and their own selfish desires um, are they serving you or are you having to serve them all the time I know it's sometimes hard to see even something as simple as that when you're in the situation or in a I guess you'd say a valley or a depression or have blinders on and we all do at times where we just cannot see the red flags or the truth in front of us. And we need help with that. So, like I said, that was, that's my first one because a godly man would be serving. A godly man would be serving because he's. it says in the Bible, you know, you're, you're to love your wife. And it's not just that the wife serves the man. Uh, the man needs to serve the wife as well, serve each other's needs, help each other out. It's it's a give and take. And if all they're doing is taking, I mean, that's a big red flag for for pretty much anyone. If all anybody's doing is taking and never giving and never building you up, that's a problem. Um, and so when they serve, again, it goes with building up. We just mentioned that. Are they speaking kindness and good over you and helping build you up, not just in uh, the your life, like the worldly life, but even in, in God. I remember one preacher uh, mentioning before, I think it was Robert Morris, about evangelists and prof, uh, prophets. And he was saying like a, a prophet will always build up, always build up the, uh, the kingdom of God. And if you've accepted Jesus in you, you you are an heir to the kingdom. Uh, you are the temple in which the Holy Spirit lives. And so if the man is not building you up, then I would highly question if they're a godly man. And granted, you know, we're human. So there's times where we're going to fail. We're going to let our emotions take over will say and do things that, well, we shouldn't. And so you got to take that into consideration. But if more often than not, they're just tearing you down, calling you names, saying you're, um, I get, can I say that stuff on here? Like you're stupid, you're dumb, you're, you're no good. Well, if that's what they're saying, I mean, we're not saying any curse words per se, just speaking as what, what a man, a perpetrator may say when he's in a mood or angry or just when just for for no reason to say these things because he can't think of anything else to say he's kind of a schoolyard bully sort of i mean an adult schoolyard bully yeah okay so yeah if they're just saying those things every day to you i don't think that's really a godly man um so they may have accepted Jesus, you know, and then gone away. And so, but don't stay in those situations like that. And I've got a little cheat sheet here. So I had to write some notes, of course, like I mentioned, off the cuff, 
not always me. But, <laughs> uh, so he said, servant, um, are they, here's a good one, because Proverbs 27, 2, you know, uh, you humble yourself. Don't exalt yourself. So are they always being prideful and they're always having to be first? They're always having to be the top dog. They can never humble themselves just to make you happy. Are they ever making you happy, humbling themselves to ensure that your needs are met instead of just always you always having to do things for them? I guess, again, that goes with servants as well. If they were a servant, they would be humbling themselves. And remember, Jesus was a servant. Um, and here's another one, too, is um, are they... A man is supposed to be, according to the Bible, the head of the household. And as I've heard it said before, the man is the head, but the the woman is, what is it, the neck that turns the head. <laughs> so, but are they setting a good example? Are they setting a good good example for the household? Not just for, not just for you and him, but especially if you have children. Are they setting a good example for the children to be, to grow up to be godly men and women and good men and women. Um, if they're not, if they're always yelling or throwing things or shouting or, again, being um, rude and negative and putting everyone down and thinking of themselves, uh, pray for them, that they're not acting like a godly man. And to go through it quick, too, um, here's one that, um, I'm sure some people may have lived with uh, sexual purity. That's one the Bible talks about a lot because you are the temple if you've accepted Jesus into your heart. Because you are the temple if you've accepted Jesus into, the, into your heart. The Holy Spirit lives in you and your body is the temple. And so a godly man and a godly man and a godly woman too. I mean, they would live in sexual purity. So if they're going out and I've never lived through that, but if they're going out and sleeping around or if they're hooked on uh, pornography, that's going to be an issue because that's going to cause them. It's going to change their, their brain patterns and their mind, and it's going to cause them to be less of a godly man. And if they're hooked on pornography and just on, you know, just doing that, they're not sleeping around yet, which I do believe it is a kind of a gateway to more uh, perversion. Um, pray for them. Um, help them seek help with the elders in the church, um, other believers but again, if they're sleeping around and doing all that, they're they're moving away from God and being the man of God, a godly man. Um, and we all need help. So do um, you have anything you want to add to that before I move on, any of that stuff? I think those were powerful points that you laid out for our audience. And I think people can pick up those points and sharpen their pencils, so to speak, and write their story. And their next story will be bigger, better, and more pure, filled with God. Yeah, I like that. 
Because a lot of these, I, I feel like, can go for both sides. I mean, it is godly principles set aside uh, for all of us. And another one I would say is, um, does he seek the Lord? Does he seek to be continually uh, filled with the Lord, with the Holy Spirit, and get to know God more? Because people can be good people, like a good man or a good woman, but never be godly. Um, and I've heard one person uh, tell me before that, and give me just one moment, sorry, my mind drifted. It does that. Uh, where was I going? Oh, fill with the Holy Spirit. That's right. That your your actual purpose on this earth is to actually get to know God more. Not just know about him, but know him more. And so if you're seeking to know him more, you're seeking God, you're seeking to be a godly person, a godly man. If they're never opening the Bible, never actually spending time with the Lord, seeking God, that's a clear sign. That's a clear sign that they they either are not a godly man or they are starting to slip away, to fall back. And I I know you mentioned something, Eileen, before about um, seeking the Lord and seeking the Holy Spirit. Because um, you mentioned something before about Messiah. Right. And, I can remember walking into a church and... This was actually right before I got saved, and they had said something about, was I ready to meet or hear from the Messiah? And I thought, what in the world? And then I thought, well, wait a minute, because I grew up in church, but didn't necessarily get the memo of everything yet. But I do remember hearing about the Messiah in church growing up, and I didn't I didn't know who he was or who he is, and I had—I think that's why I kind of marveled at what he said and just stood there. And then I got the epiphany. I was like, oh, okay. So it took me a few minutes to figure it out. But then once I did, it's like, okay, you catch on. You, it's like, peanut butter and jelly mixed together, right? They go well together, just like us and the Lord. We pair up, we match up. We are his partners. We are his partners on earth. And we, it's kind of like the, the whole cross we see, the cross up and down, north to south. That's our relationship with him. And then from west to east, the cross, that's with people. And with the relations that we have and just, I don't know, I'm at a loss for words now. Help me out here. And I'm usually not at a loss of words, but this is so like emotional and just gets to the core. If we have the memo and we know who we are, that's a whole other topic, identity. We get those points. We know what to look for. Yeah. And that's one of the tools, the sharpened arrow. And we can just hold fast to our armor and walk in that armor 
and go with it. Not just the armor is protection for us, you know, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith that quenches all the fiery darts of the wicked, the helmet of salvation. We walk spirit led. We we walk and we have eyes to see in the spirit, ears to hear in the spirit, but not everybody knows this unless they're studying in the word and know the word and see that their guy is whoever, boyfriend or husband. Yeah, just know that they're walking in the spirit and check their spirit and see where that they proceed from. I didn't know any of this a while back. Even I was in church, but again, I wasn't saved at that time. Not until I got a little bit older and started to figure it out and Holy Spirit ministered to me. And then I was like, oh, I got it. I got it. I got the Holy Spirit. I'm fire for him. And that's why I'm here today. That's why we are here today to empower women from domestic violence and to help them grow and be empowered with tools and yeah, to help them with tools and equip them with what they need. And since I'm a survivor and advocate for that background, then I can speak on this and just really tell you how much I've grown out as a person, but to mentor. And that's what Women Empowerment Solutions is all about. Empowering so you can break off these chains. Break off the chains of domestic violence. And you can do this. And I encourage you to do this. It's all so good when you can just break through of these chains that have held you down for so long. If you go into the books of First and Second Thessalonians, it's chock full of hope. And if you have hope, you have strength that you can move forward into your destiny. And that is so good. And I hope that you are, that you're hungry and that you chew on all these words that we have discussed. He's, he's discussed some powerful points that are true and they're valid and they're encouraging and I think he has more to go over with us, but I just, I applaud all this information that you have to give to these ladies. And it is so powerful. They are so powerful to know that they are equipped with, with what to see and what to look for in a man when they get to that point. Don't rush that point. Just take it easy. And then when you feel more healed and I would just say don't be rushed to get into your next relationship even if it feels super good and that person makes you feel oh fluttery like uh, a great tasting cupcake you feel so good and it's like oh this tastes so good but just remember to walk in the Lord and he'll guide you and Josh is going to guide with some more points yeah, and you, you brought up some uh, good things about uh, empowerment and having the power. And I want to get into that in just a moment. Um, but I also want to mention one more thing here is um, a godly man, just like a godly woman or a godly child. We're not perfect. We're all human. So another thing to look for as well is. When we do mess up, when we do say things that we shouldn't have said, do something we shouldn't have done, uh, take, act in pride, uh, don't humble ourselves, don't act in love, does the, does the person repent? Does the man repent? 
truly repent, which means to change your mind and not try not to do it again. Uh, that's another thing to look for. If they're re doing the same patterns over and over, they have not repented. Um, truly repented, I should say. Uh, because you have to make that, that willful choice to change your thought pattern. To change your thought pattern to, and to change your actions to not do those sins and act that way again. And again... In order to fully do that, you're going to have to be seeking God. So if they're not seeking God, they're not going to fully repent because they're not going to change their mind and change their ways. But back to the, the power thing, too, for, for the women out there is how one question I was thinking of was, how can you know a godly man if you don't seek God yourself? If you don't know what the Bible says, should be a godly man or woman. I mean, we can talk about it and try to help each other all as much as we can and inform each other. But you have to be seeking God yourself to, to know and find the godly man. To know and find a, the godly man. And as with Eileen mentioned about uh, knowing I think it was before we even started recording, she was mentioning stuff about knowing God. Um, and it reminded me of something I've heard other people say as well, is uh, do you know God as in know about him, but you don't really know him? Because there is a difference about the knowledge you have of God and actually knowing him. And I think you mentioned this too, Eileen, when we were talking before we started and so, again, that goes to if you really want to know God, you have to seek God because you will inevitably find what you're seeking. And as I, I write in one of my books uh, where the chapter has to deal with uh, thought, your thoughts will create. So if you're always thinking, oh, poor me, poor me, it's it's me causing this problem. I'm just cursed. I always find the bad guys that's what you're going to keep finding because that's what you're thinking about you're creating that in your life and you're seeking it so you you need to take action and change your thoughts mm -hmm. and again that goes to with identity like you said know who you are in Christ you don't have if you've accepted Jesus you don't have to pray to God for the strength uh, for for the ability and for for the help all the time in situations or to get out of it or to or to change because you have the Holy Spirit living in you you have Jesus in you um, he is the power the Holy Spirit will guide you you just have to uh, be seeking the Lord and willing to let the Holy Spirit guide you and you have all the power already in you in Jesus in the name of Jesus you have that strength and power uh, just tap into God tap into that power you already have the power absolutely and that's kind of like with our branding I don't know if you've noticed our branding for women empowerment solutions and any of you all that if you've seen our branding with the heel, that high heel is the whole representation of the branding showing our authority. We have authority. God gave us authority to trample over scorpions and serpents. 
I think that's in Luke uh, 119. I think that's what it is. But I mean, we have the authority. We don't have to take his garbage at all. We just take authority over whatever it is. I mean, anything that the that Satan throws at us, we take authority over it and we command it to leave. Just like that. We have the power and authority. God gave it to us. How about that? So we have the authority and the power. So I want you to know that you do have the power. You have the power and you have the authority that God gave you, that God gave us all. And that's what Women Empowerment Solutions is about, empowering women with the equipment that they already have. But we also equip you with the Word of God that is in your Bible. But we kind of explain it a little bit more in detail. We have the programs and the teachings and I mean, just like with this podcast, that's what we're doing now, equipping you with what you need to know. I've been through it all, seriously, so I know how to move forward. And if you would see me some 20 years ago, I was a little bit of a mess. Not so like that anymore. I'm not even, I would even say hot mess. <laughs> but I can tell you, I'm not a lukewarm Christian. I'm a hot Christian on fire with Holy Spirit, and he's leading me and guiding me, and that's why we're doing these podcasts and everything that we can to nurture you, guide you, empower you with tools that you need to prosper you and help you along the way. Yeah, that I like that. And so I don't have a whole lot left in any of my notes to say unless, uh, Eileen, you have some thoughts or questions you want well, to Well, I was just but... going to say that Women Empowerment Solutions, we're located in Owasso. We empower women against domestic violence, and we're looking forward to hearing from you. And what we leave with you is the Word of God, that you are the righteous of God. You walk in His steps. You are Holy Spirit-led. You just repeat those. Speak those out. Speak the Word of God. That's your sword. Your sword is the Word of God. So you speak those out. You are strong. You are beautiful. You are courageous. Do you know how hard? I'm sure you all do know that it is hard to walk away from that, from somebody who you love. But if they're hurting you, abusing you with words or actions that are not, that are on contrary to God's Word, that's not love if it's on contrary to God's words. And we are happy to help you out, empower you, and give you the, the information. We're going to keep on doing these podcasts and speaking the Word of God. That is not going to stop. We're just going to keep on doing that. So we love you all, and we are so excited to hear from you. Thank you, Josh, for being a guest and working with the with the ladies and whoever's out there. So we thank Josh for being here and putting these points together and speaking to the audience. We thank you so much for your time and your effort and the value that you give these ladies in speaking what a godly man looks like. And I hope that all of you can understand. And some of you listeners out there, you already have a godly guy and congratulations to you that you know who, what he looks like. And then for those who don't, then you have a better uh, memo pad of say, oh, this is what a godly guy looks like. You have a better um, notion or just value of it, better notation of it. Yeah, you can reach out to us and we're happy to work with you, empower you from domestic violence with 
through biblical principles. And also, if Josh has anything last to say, we are excited that you are here with us. And also, I have a couple of books on Amazon. Justice doesn't always come by the gavel because I've been in the courtroom too, and it doesn't always come by the gavel. And we have empowering, uh, empowering women from violence. And I think that you would find not only quality, but it would just move you and catapult you to a whole nother space that you're in than what you're in now and move. Yeah. So anyway, just about those books and you told them about your books and um, whatever else, the last thing you have to say or a few words. Oh, yes. Thank you. And I want to thank you, Eileen, for allowing me to be a part of this and especially be on the first episode. So thank you. And thank you all for listening. And I just want to say, remember, you need to open, this is what I say, you need to open your Bible, seek God. You need to find other godly women and uh, go to contact uh, the Women Empowering Solutions because they will and can help you. And it's absolutely okay to seek help. To, to admit that you need help and to seek help. That's something I think everyone, no matter your your uh, male or female, uh, has troubles with, especially guys. We don't like to admit when we need help. But it's okay to seek help. Because um, I remember real quick, can I say something? Yeah, like, yeah. Because I don't want to go into a whole lot of detail yet, but there was a time where there was a lot of changes going on in life and uh, people close to me passing and and job changes. And so I just dove into work and writing different things and stuff instead of seeking help. And let me tell you, it kind of uh, built up over the few years to a it kind of built up over the few years to a very, very dark valley, a dark season. And which I believe could have been avoided if I would have just admitted things that were bothering me, sought help, especially in the church and with godly people. And instead of just trying to ignore it and bury myself in other other work and other things, because you have to you have to attack the problem. I mean, not physically, let me say that, not physically, <laughs> but you do have to attack the problem and pull it out by the roots. Yeah. Yeah. And that brings to one more point. If you go to Mark 11, 23 and 24, I believe it is to speak to uh, the problem. And so if you just speak to the problem and just tell it to uproot and you're not putting up with it anymore, believe in your heart that it's being uprooted and speak faith Match your faith with God's and believe that it's being uprooted in Jesus' name. Amen. That you are free from domestic violence. And I speak that over all of you now. You need to break off the spirit of domestic violence. We just break off any loneliness. We break off anything not of God in Jesus' name. And we just speak love, life, strength, courage, value, and worth and your identity in Christ, in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. We look forward to our next podcast. God bless, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.